0: Welcome back to the Team Rhino Outdoors Musky Fishing Podcast. I believe this is episode five. Hard to believe uh, we started this like roughly, I don't know, almost two months ago. It's kind of ridiculous how fast time goes. I mean, for everybody in, I'd say the Midwest, upper Midwest, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Upper Peninsula, their season's over. It's uh, time for winter ice fishing, collecting your thoughts on how the past season went and Gathering up some new baits. Well, speaking of new baits, the one we're going to talk about today is brand new. We're going to talk about the 1310 Detonator from Muskie Mayhem Tackle. We're going to talk with Brad Hoppy about that. In the prototyping phase of this bait, it really did get the response that Brad and Carrie were hoping for. I saw pictures of numerous fish in the boat, and it's it's been just, you know... I guess a really great fish catcher for the limited number of people that had it. It'll be interesting to see how this one comes together in 2021 and see how many fish are actually caught on this one. It's a larger profile. I mean, if you're familiar with their trigger bait, it's definitely a larger profile bait, but muskies will eat, you know, those large profile baits. One other little announcement is most of the shipping companies these days are overloaded. So if you still have gifts to get for Christmas, At this point i wouldn't say there's necessarily a hundred percent guarantee that you're going to get them by christmas but obviously we're still doing our best to ship everything within you know 24 hours that's pretty much the typical response time for us usually even less sometimes if you place an order in, you know seven o'clock in the morning eight o'clock nine o'clock ten o'clock in the morning we could still get that out to you you know shipped to you that day but with uh, with that being said, we're offering some new shipping options on our website for people that are checking out. You can still check if you go over the hundred dollar mark, you can still get your free shipping, and nothing will change. You can still select that. We're just going to use the most economical shipping method that we've done for years and years, six years, which up until you know this past season, it hadn't been a problem. We hadn't seen any delays. Everything was actually you know really smooth. But for people that need to get things a little bit quicker, UPS is running a little bit better. Speedy is running a little bit better. So hopefully by the time you hear this podcast, we have those options available for people. The Speedy options available only in the Midwest. Illinois, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa. That's the majority of it. So just want to make you aware of those options. So If you're going to our website and you want to check out the new 1310 detonator and you want to make a purchase, you'll have those options to do that. And getting back to the detonator, nobody right now has a bigger color selection than what we do on that bait. I think we currently have all eight stock colors and we all have eight custom colors available as well. So if you're looking to, if you like what you hear this episode and you're looking to pick up a detonator, check it out www.teamrhinooutdoors.com. And I'm going to go talk to Brad. All right, my guest today is Brad Hoppy with Muskie Mayhem Tackle, and he's also the co host of Backlash Podcast kind of weird. This podcast, the uh, TRO podcast here has been a little bit like, uh, kind of like the Backlash podcast. I had Brad Rue, Roger Waters, Carrie, went back to Lungeon Lures, and now we're back to Brad. So like two fifths of my episodes have my my co-host from Backlash on there. But the reason we're on today and we're going back to back with this is because Musky Mayhem has released their newest product and it is the 1310 Detonator. And I could talk about it all day long because I know nothing about it, but I know Brad knows a ton about it. So, Brad, what's this new uh, what's this new bait all about that you guys have for 2021? I mean, it's 2020, but most guys aren't going to be able to put it in the water till next season. Why, why don't you just talk, I guess, what makes it different from the other products you've put out recently?
1: Well, you know, Jeff, it, it's always interesting to think about. Um when do you present a new bait and this year has been kind of strange with all show season basically starting in january you know with the cancellation of the shows and what have you introducing a new bait has been kind of a challenge but uh we decided to do this right before christmas here and uh, it's been pretty successful so far the detonator kind of was originated and based off of um its baby brother if you will the trigger and the trigger was released in september i believe am i correct there jeff
0: you are it was like late august early september definitely a bait that guys got to play around with during during that you know september shallow water movement where people are throwing bucktails like crazy so it was a perfect time to release that one of course i think you wanted to have this one all around that same time didn't you brad
1: i did you know and it's interesting um Basically, you know, getting parts on time this last year has been a little bit of a struggle with some of the states being shut down and different businesses having troubles with employees being gone. So it was a little bit of a rocky road, and we just wanted to make sure we had all the parts and pieces before we really introduced it and so that we can actually perform and, and send them out to people. But uh, like I said, it kind of arrived with the trigger idea, you know, and the trigger is only eight inches long. Well, we needed a bigger bait i you know me jeff i like big baits and i think it's important to use your big baits and so what we did is we came out with a thirteen ten combo and that 13 blade is an exclusive blade just to musky mayhem tackle we designed many years ago which actually was built into the supermodel if people are aware of what that bait is and it's been a great blade and a great bait for many many years The 1310 has got that 13 blade that I just talked about, plus a 10 blade. And then underneath the clevises, and and one other thing that we did with this is we used a larger barrel underneath the clevises, and we used an oversized clevis with this bait as well. So a little bit different than some of our other design, maybe a little bit heavier duty bait. And we also used an 062 wire with it. So it's a little bit beefier than, than some of the other baits that we've done.
0: Yeah. When I unboxed mine the other day, I noticed that it looked like, it looked like it was heavier duty. It almost like it looked like it had the trolling girl clevises on there. Like you said, the thicker wire. So definitely appeared to be beefed up. Speaking of beefed up, what's the deal with the number 10 blade? Cause it's not the same one that you see on the cowgirl.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I could say that too. The number 10 is a 40,000 thick blade. And the reason for that is to create more wobble with the two different size blades you're going to end up with a bunch of wobble in this bait. And that's the, the main function of it. Um, the forty thousand thick is going to ride tighter to the shaft, hence it's the one underneath. And um, it's going to provide that out of balance, if you will, for the bait to come through the water. And one other unique part to this design, um, it is three skirts, two seven-knot must-add hooks on it. Um, we do have a slight bend right where you attach to the bait so the reason for that slight bend and I know we've had a lot of questions with the trigger as well that bend will actually help you keep your blades to to working the way that they're supposed to work opposing one another and um, that is used whenever you have any sort of bucktail that you're struggling to get the blades to rotate and work together if you just do a quick little bend like that it usually straightens it out so we decided to incorporate that right from the factory
0: yeah, it's certainly a cool deal. Why don't you talk a little bit about some of the catches you guys had on this? And maybe, I guess, before we go into that, why don't we talk about application of this? I mean, is this something that you expect guys to pull out of their box right off the bat, or are you, or is this like a late season type of a deal? When do you, when do you anticipate guys mostly using this, or when did you guys have the most success using it?
1: Well, you know, for us, we were we were developing it throughout the whole summer and. Playing with it. So, I mean, I was throwing it right from the beginning, and and I will next year as well. And the reason I do that, I think, you know, the just to the most of the musky people that are out there, they all believe, you know, it's a stereotypical thing. Everybody believes you need to downsize and use smaller baits in the spring. So, guess what I do? I go large. And the reason I go large, looking at these big fish that just got done spawning, they're looking for a quick, easy meal. And I think size makes a difference when it comes to a quick, easy meal. Would you rather eat, you know, one potato chip or 20? I guess is what I'm thinking. In one bite, you got this giant bait. If it's running through the water slow, they're going to take a look at it and they're going to eat it. And in their minds, they're going to be full right away from one bite, using less energy than if they go eat three or four. You see what I'm saying?
0: Oh, yeah. I definitely like 20 potato chips. If you see me, I'm no, I'm no, see this. <laughs> They're, uh, I'm no stranger to potato chips, I guess I'd
1: say. (laughs) Well, let's hope the fish think this is a potato chip, right? But no, you know, it's, uh, it's something that I'd use right away all the way through the season. And the neat thing is, is that, oh, I'm trying to think, you know, we were still fishing it right into November and still catching fish with it. So, you know, the blade baits aren't always known for, for late fall, but Hey, if you use it in the right application, it's definitely going to still catch fish.
0: You know, the one thing I think guys are going to want to know about this thing is, you know, the uh, cowgirl was, I'd say, the notoriously hard pulling bait. How how much does this thing pull? Is it similar? I mean, if you could compare it to a, a junior, a cowgirl, is it similar or is it worse? Is it less than a supermodel? What do you think about this one?
1: Well, it's definitely less than a supermodel. And I actually believe it's probably less than a cowgirl, you know, with the two different size blades, you're not getting quite as much resistance, if you will, in the water, which, uh, definitely makes it so that it comes through the water easier. Um, so, you know, I've, I've already been asked that question quite a few times on Instagram. Um, I'm getting messages from people when we put the first video out and, um, Really, it's it's quite surprising for a larger profiled bait with big blades. It definitely pulls and retrieves easier.
0: I mean, you know, guys see those big blades, and all of a sudden they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Put the brakes on!" I don't know that I want to work that hard because I mean, I think anybody that's thrown a cowgirl knows that it's not the easiest bait to throw all day long. I mean, there's definitely some resistance and some pull. But, uh, you know, if you can get this bait out there and it's not, I mean, if it's closer to like a junior, then if you're saying it's not quite like a cowgirl, well, the next step up would be a junior. And a junior definitely isn't a very, I mean, it's much easier to pull that, I feel, than what a cowgirl is. So I, I'm hoping that a lot of guys want to get this one in their arsenal. I know from my standpoint, it seemed like. You know, Minnesota, they are on that cowgirl thing right away, and it's like the Wisconsin guys were like, no, our fish don't eat big baits like that. We're not going to do it. But then once we started to do it, they started to catch fish. I think maybe uh, this could be one of those instances where, what is that? the early bird gets the worm kind of a deal on this one. Or if you're one of those Wisconsin guys that jumps in, starts throwing these baits right away, you could re- re- reap the rewards on something that the fish haven't exactly seen. Yeah, it's
1: it's always kind of a, a weird scenario I mean throughout every different state kind of has their little idiosyncrasies if you will Jeff and you know it's so funny to me because I will talk to different anglers and some of those anglers are like no I throw a big bait all the time you know I, one that comes to mind is a couple different guides that I know on the triplett flowage and a couple of them aren't even guiding anymore but it was interesting to me no 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 the cowgirl's too big and then I jump in a boat with another guide. And he's like, all right, Brad, why don't you throw the supermodel? And I'm like, what? Everybody tells me the cowgirl's too big. Now we're adding three inches of length to a bait with bigger blades. Come on. And uh, guess what? We started catching fish with the supermodel over on the chip. So don't be afraid. Don't don't pinch yourself by just saying, hey, I got to throw a small bait or I got to throw a big bait. There's times and places, right?
0: Yeah, I would certainly agree with you. Like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna certainly give it a shot. I know that those fish in northern Wisconsin, when we go trolling up there, we're trolling, you know, 14 inch jakes, 10 inch jakes, matlocks. So it's not like we're catching, you know, forty only 45 inch fish. I mean, I've gotten a couple of them this past season that were 34, 36, 38, something like that, all on big baits. So those fish will definitely eat big baits. I don't care what anybody says, and I know, you know, past success on my own personal experiences that. They don't have any issues eating cowgirls either. So I'm excited to get this one out and get it running. It's, it's going to be a cool bait for 2021.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually more excited about this bait than I have been anything that we've built since the cowgirl. And I'd say that that's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty big news. Um, I'm super excited because of the way they're eating this bait. Definitely some of the most vicious attacks on a bait that I've seen in a long time. It's like they think it's real. It pisses them off. Whatever it might be, they are engulfing it. And literally, it's almost scary how deep they're eating this. So that's good news.
0: And Brad, for anybody looking to see it run in the water, I think you guys have put out some promotional videos. I know there's at least one out for sure that if you go check out the product page at TeamRhinoOutdoors.com, you can get it there. But you can also go to your YouTube channel, and I know you guys have more coming.
1: You're, you're right, Jeff. And, you know, the first two are on YouTube as we speak right now. The third one will be going on shortly. And I don't know, I might come out with a couple more. Um, and then throughout the winter, obviously, we're going to hopefully be putting out some videos that um, of just other normal videos. We're going to probably do a pro staff profile this year, which is what I've been working on. And um, what that entails is basically highlighting our pro staffers that help us every year and kind of giving them a little bit of a showcase. And some of the footage has definitely got detonators on it. It's got triggers and a lot of our other products as well.
0: So Brad, for somebody that's looking to get back in the, in with these uh, 1310 detonators, once you go over the specs again on this, how big is this bait?
1: Well, the bait's 11 inches long. We're using a three-quarter ounce weight, the, the combined Total weight for the bait is 4.2 ounces. We're using two 7-odd must-add hooks on it, and it's a little bit unique. It's almost like a trolling girl in the sense that we're using a, a 0.62 wire, 0.62, I should say. So it's a little heavier wire, like the standard cowgirl would be an O51. There's three skirts on this bait, but I think the really special part to this whole bait and the construction is the uniqueness to the bend, where we're actually tying on to tie the bait onto the leader. Um, that bend provides it from rolling over itself and definitely puts more of the grind in the, into the bait versus some of the straight line wires, I would say. Second of all, the oversized clevises and below those clevises is the most special part, and that's that steel barrel. And that barrel provides a ton of grind. So you've got opposing size blades, But that barrel is what the real true magic, if you will, making the grind of this bait.
0: Sounds great, Brad. I'm looking to get a couple of my tackle box for next season. If people are looking to get a hold of a detonator, you guys have them available on your website right now, don't you?
1: That is correct. I mean, you can come to our website. We have eight standard colors. They're available right now. Um, And then besides that, we will be able to do customs. If you go into, I believe you just go right to the detonator and it says custom. And basically you can pick out any kind of skirt combos and blade combos that are available. Um, otherwise I know you team Rhino, you definitely have some customs already and you have our standard colors and quite a few of the other retailers do as well, Jeff.
0: Yeah. If people are looking to get a detonator, you can come visit us at TeamRhinoOutdoors.com. We have 16 colors, I think available. Eight custom, I think is what it was and eight stock colors. So if you're looking for, for the detonator, the 1310 detonator to add to your tackle box for 2021, you can either check out muskymayhemtackle.com tackle.com or teamrhinooutdoors.com. So Brad, once again, as I always do, thanks for coming out and talking about, uh, detonator. Thanks for talking musky fishing with us. We'll, uh, we'll catch you again in, I don't know, a couple days probably filming a, or recording another episode of backlash podcast.
1: That sounds great, Jeff. I always appreciate all the time you give me and, um, uh... I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what happens this next season. It's going to be a long winter.
0: Yep. That's why you got to get out there and do a little ice fishing, Brad. I know I've already been out twice. You got to get, you got to make sure you get Carrie out with that, that bluegill challenge. I'm hoping I got a bluegill on that bump board, maybe uh, within the next seven days. So we'll see how that goes.
1: (laughs) That sounds really good, but good luck trying to beat Carrie. She's a pretty tough one aggressive with the bluegills. That's for sure. But, we did manage to get some of the f- ice fishing stuff out. So, as soon as we get ice, I mean, good ice, this last week was tough on things. It warmed up really good and we had tons of big wind. And a few of our even our smaller lakes were starting to break loose from the shore. So, I don't know. What a weird year. Hopefully, it gets cold here and we get some solid ice and we can get out fishing again.
0: Yep, I agree with that. Well, once again, we want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this episode. We'll catch you all in two weeks.